0: Welcome back to another episode I'm really excited about this week's episode, guys <laughs> A lot of things are in store And today I thought I'd do something a little different Something that a lot of you guys have been asking me for So, my time for talking has come to an end But, thank you for listening what is up, listeners? This is Kevin Licayo tuning in, and I hope this goes well. This is my first podcast ever. I don't want it to feel like a performance or like a show or a production. No, I want to be genuine. Like, this is a conversation between both of us. It's not It's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. And I just want to be honest with you guys for uh, for a few minutes here and just talk, you know? Uh, well, basically, Kate asked me to come on this podcast, and my name is Kevin Licayo. Um, just a little bit about myself. I'm 15, from Florida, and I've lived here all my life. My parents immigrated here when they were young, but I am a first-generation American. And I've been saved for two years, and I've been doing Christian TikTok for a few months now. That's where K found me, uh, Christian TikTok, and I've just been spreading the word of God on there, just like leading people to Christ, I guess. And so, yeah, anyway, I've been saved two years, like I said. Um, I got saved on, in August 2018. So, I guess I could talk about that for a little bit. I got saved two years ago. <laughs> I was, I was, That summer was one of the worst times of my life, to be honest with y'all. I was furthest into sin than I'd ever been in my entire life. And I was just struggling with the same sin over and over again. And I was hurting my family, like, it was hurting my family and everyone I loved. So, yeah, that was a dark time in my life, just, I kept hurting the people I loved, and I, was, I kept saying I was gonna get better, and I was, kept telling God, like, oh, please heal me of this, like, I'm never gonna do it again, I promise, and then i would go back and do it again the same time, over and over again. And I kept saying sorry for the same sins and repeating them. And I kept saying I was gonna do better, and I would go back to the same things. And so, I got tired of hurting my family, and I decided to run away from my house. Oof. Before I keep going, guys, testimonies are hard. I don't know, if testimonies are... I don't even think I've ever told my entire testimony, but, um... Everyone on Christian TikTok is all like, always telling testimonies. Like, it's a normal thing to do, but to be honest with you, um... Like... I don't know, it's just, like, you know... I. When you th- it's not like I'm just telling Christians my testimony. When I say it, no, I'm telling everybody. Like, I never know who's going to listen to this. I don't know if people from school are going to listen to this. But there is power in testimony. Th- the word says that we overcome by the power of our testimony. And, yeah, but, I don't know. It's not only my story on the line, you know. I guess, like, there's a lot of things that go into it. So that's why I just want to encourage you guys that it might be scary, but, you know, like I said, you overcome your past by telling it to others, about how Jesus has saved you from what you used to be in and how far you've come where you are now. So yeah, I ran away from my house. That's embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Um, hope my brother doesn't listen to this because he'll make fun of me. <laughs> he'll roast me. Hey, hey Danny, what's up? Um, so, I ran and I didn't know where to go that day, I was kind of lost, and uh, the only place open that day was a church, My, the church that I was kind of going to at the time. Um, so I just, I went in, it was youth group night, and I didn't know anybody there at all, it was just this one girl, Brianna, shout out to Brianna. She she came out to me and she was nice that day. I really needed some kindness that day. I never told her. I'm but like she's one of my best friends now, but I never told her how much I needed her on that day. I'm just gonna hide it there because I don't feel like talking to anybody. It's the worst day of my life. So I basically just sat on the bathroom floor and I just started sobbing. Just sobbing on the bathroom floor. Just wishing wishing that everything would be different. And I was kinda of wishing that someone would just come in and like, comfort me. They'd have a spiritual moment with somebody and like they would just tell me what I need to do. Just tell me that everything's going to get better, but no one ever came in. <sighs> and I was just sitting on the bathroom floor in the corner. It's like against the door so nobody would open it. And I was crying. And yeah, so long story short, they found me, they took me home. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I want to get to the church camp a few months later the same church, I went to the youth camp, and then on the first night of, during worship, I had this vision, um, it was of me back on the bathroom floor. I was crying, huddled up, um, my face on my knees, but this time, I wasn't alone. I saw Jesus sitting right next to me on the bathroom floor with His arm around me, comforting me. And that was, that was just the beginning of the craziest week. And then on the last day, oh, I had been considering the entire week, like maybe I should get baptized or something, because they kept saying how they're gonna do baptisms on the last day. And on the last day of the camp, I I was in my brand new pair of jeans and my favorite shirt. And I just, I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna get baptized, like at the last second. And I went up to the lake where they were baptizing and I was waiting in line. And I was so nervous, I was like, I was shaking, and I, 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 my my eyes started like tearing up. And I was so nervous. I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this because I had gotten baptized before. So I wasn't like, I wasn't sure if maybe like I'm like breaking God's rules by getting baptized twice. And I was like super nervous. I was like, maybe I should no, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. And then I don't know, something just kept telling me like I had to do it though. So I just stepped into the water. It was freezing cold water. It was green water, <laughs> and I walked up to the pastor who was baptizing. and I was shaking. And then the pastor asked me, "What's your name?" I could barely even speak because I was shaking so much. I was like, Kevin, <laughs> so he didn't even hear what I said. So he was just like, uh, this is Kevin something. And he's like, um, I now baptize you in the name of the Father. That, yeah, you know, should baptize himself. And so he plunged me under the water. And I remember opening my eyes when I was under the water. And I looked up at the surface and I thought, man, when I come back up out of the water, everything's going to be different. And I realized, I'm okay with that, I'm okay with that. So I came up out of the water, and it's not like everything miraculously just felt different at once, but there was like sort of a sense of peace, and I was still crying, so I I just hugged the pastor, even though I didn't even know him, I just hugged him, and then I got up out of the water, and I took a walk around the lake with Brianna, the girl from earlier. And it was just peaceful. I like, I felt renewed. If that makes any sense? Like, I didn't want like to even tarnish that feeling for a second because I felt renewed. And little did I know that was going to be the beginning of an amazing journey. And I'm not saying I got saved from the baptism, but that day that I got baptized, I also like made this decision in my heart. Like, I had a heart shift that just accepted Jesus for his true message of who he really is. I accepted him into my heart that day. Not by anything that I could do, not by my own works. So, yeah, that's how I got saved. <laughs> Crazy story. And now here I am, two two years later. But guys, right when I got saved, like when I came back home, like I was so passionate about reading the Bible. I was so passionate about it. Like I would take my notes to every sermon. I would like be writing notes like every day. Like, I would be praying like, wow, crazy prayer. Like I was so desperate for just a taste of God. Like I was so excited. And I had this passion. And every time someone like to, I would ask me to serve at church. I'd be so excited. Like, oh my gosh, they want me to freaking like clean the kids' snacks like after after you after church. Like yeah, like I'm honored. Like I was excited for everything. Everything felt like an honor before. Like just to serve God it was a blessing. But the thing that happens is, over time is that sometimes blessings start to feel like burdens you know. Uh, what I used to be so excited to do, started to feel like, oh, I have to do this every Sunday, and, like, I'm serious, and maybe I shouldn't, like, maybe I should lower their expectations so they don't expect so much out of me at the church and stuff. And like, I start to get into that mindset. That's what happens when you get into cycles. That's what happens when you start to do the same thing week after week. Sometimes we get into that mindset that it's just not as great as it was before, but that's not true. But I want to tell you guys this story. Um, basically, I used to work at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Chick Fil A, my pleasure. And uh, basically, it was the best job I've ever had. It's the only job I've ever had. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to drink water on podcasts. I don't know how that's gonna sound. Wait, let me try again. <laughs> Y'all heard me gulp. Mm. Anyway, oh uh, <laughs> I'm getting distracted. All right. So basically, yeah, I used to work at Chick-fil-A. I started working there at 14 because I was homeschooled, so they let me work there. Like, they were chill with it, I guess, because I had so much time on my hands. And um, <laughs> it was so fun, I can't even explain to you. Like, working with people my age, so fun. And learning customer service, like, <laughs> it was so cool. We're talking to new people every day. I made so many friends. And just the stories of the customers there, There's some weird customers. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's supposed to be nice, because I'm a Chick-fil-A guy, but, you know, sometimes the customers are kind of weird, not gonna lie. Um, there was this one time this lady came in and, like holding her dog, and I was like, I'm not even sure if dogs are allowed in the restaurant, but I was like, oh, such a nice dog, or whatever. I'm so awkward with dogs. But anyway, so she said, oh, thank you, and I, was, I made a joke. I was trying to be nice to the customer, so I made a joke, and I was like, oh, what will he be having pointing at the dog, right? Like, what will he be having today? And then she's like, in all seriousness, with a serious face on her, and, like, on her face, <laughs> obviously. She said, he will be having the six-piece chicken nuggets. And I was like, oh. And she was like, Ann, can you give me a fork so I can feed him, please? I was like, oh, she's serious. Okay, she's serious. I was not serious, but she was serious. (laughs) So I gave her her fork and her nuggets, and she, I saw her, like, I'm pretty sure I saw her, like, chewing up the food at her table and, like, feeding the dog, like, the chewed up food. Like, a mama bird feeds their baby bird. Like, that's pretty much what it was. Anyway, that story is totally off topic. I just thought it was pretty weird. Um, but no, the, the story I want to tell y'all is about how, um, yeah, so uh, basically I live in Miami, where there's like a bunch of Spanish speakers, so a lot of the orders I had to take were in Spanish, and, um, and <laughs> I, I basically came up with this, like, this, this formula of how I would, I would take Spanish orders, because I'm not, I'm fluent in Spanish, but I just can't, I'm not that quick, and I I don't know, gra- I don't know the Spanish grammar that much. So I will just say the same things every time for every order. Like for the English orders, I would be all nice to the customers, make conversation. But for Spanish orders, I was just like, alright, let's get to the point. So basically, yeah, I would do the same or, the same cycle every time I took a Spanish order. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo está tu día? Um, ¿Qué quieres? Um, ok, un placer, which means my pleasure in Spanish. And then, it kind of... I never really connected with the Spanish speakers because I would always follow that formula. And it got tiring, like I would just do the same thing over and over again. it happened with the English speakers too sometimes. I I would just get into a cycle of like taking orders and I would not connect with them. I would be tired of to make communication and it just turned into a cycle and it used to be fun and then it just got, it felt like a chore, it felt like a burden. What used to be a blessing turns into a burden because we're doing, I was doing the same things over and over again saying the same things over and over again and i was still doing all the same things but i didn't have the same motivation to do it anymore and i think there's two types of like that's a cycle like that's a cycle the taking orders i would follow the same cycle and i think there are two types of cycles that we can get caught up in in our when it comes to our relationship with god which is Like, the first one would be like doing the same things for God over and over again until we can do it without any meaning behind it, without putting any meaning behind it. Then another cycle would be like when we come to God, only when we need Him, and then we slowly start drifting away from Him. And it happens to all of us, Like, like, it's like the first of fire, when you first accept Jesus, you're on fire for Him, and it just starts to fade away for some of us, not everybody. And then for other people it's like they just only come to god when they need him and then they start drifting away from him because they feel like they don't need him anymore and that's not how our faith should be guys i mean yeah like we do the same things over and over again but the thing is the thing that's different about it now is that it just doesn't take as much sacrifice what used to be a sacrifice at the beginning now just comes easily so it becomes meaningless to us but I want to encourage you today. Just take a sacrifice. Do something that takes, takes guts, that just takes you to, that allows you to say, God, here I am. Your servant is listening. It's like your will be done, not mine. Like, that's a sacrifice. Do something new. Like, go pray somewhere new. That's, this is what I need to hear right now. Literally, I need to hear this message right now. But go pray on your roof or something while you watch the sunrise. Go read the Bible. Like, that's how you, that's how you find that motivation again. Don't get caught up in the same cycle over and over. Because yeah, while well, we should learn discipline in our walk with God, that doesn't mean that we should lose motivation because we're just simply doing the same cycle without any thought behind it. No, like, just take a leap of faith. When was the last time you took a leap of faith? Like honestly, when was the last time you did something that really took faith? If, I, if, you, ask, if you ask me, I, can't, I couldn't even tell you. I don't remember. Because that's just the way it's been for a while now. Um, I've started to feel distant from God lately, if I'm being honest with you guys, and that's okay. See, a lot of preachers would get canceled for saying that, but that's honesty, and that's okay. That should be that should be normalized in the church, honesty, because not everyone always does great in their relationship with God. So, yeah, I've been feeling kind of distant from God, and maybe it's because I got into a cycle. Maybe it's because I've been doing my TikTok Bible studies every week, and I've gotten into a cycle of doing it, or because I keep just reading the same thing like right before I fall asleep, barely putting any effort into it. But when was the last time I got on my knees and I prayed a dangerous prayer that took faith? When was the last time I woke up at an ungodly time to come to before God in the morning when I'm still half asleep and come before him and sacrifice my time for him? Those things take leaps of faith. And that's, I think, what will fuel our fire for God, man. There's literally a parable about that. Um, Jesus tells this parable about the seeds that this farmer comes and throws some seeds on the ground. And some land on rocky soil and others land on good soil. Others get eaten by birds. But the one I want to focus on is the ones that land on the rocky soil. And they're received... No, 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 sorry. The... I want to focus on the seeds that land on soil and then they got, they got choked out by the thorns because they received the word with joy that that represents the people who received the word with joy but and then the things of life come back and it just strangles out the joy and it strangles out the faith that has been put within them like guys our faith can't be dictated by when we need something or only when we feel like praising god or only when we feel like god is giving us something no, our faith has to remain even when the thorns of life come back. Even when you come back from church camp and all of the school drama starts again. Don't let that stuff choke out your faith. Don't only really come to God when you feel Him, when you need Him. And there's a message I need to hear too. I need to hear everything right now. Because it's so much better. Like we could feel God a thousand times and still not believe in Him. But it's, it's so much better than to know God than to feel Him, because we know God, we go into His Word, even when we don't feel like it. we read His Word, because we want to get to know God. And yeah, you can get goosebumps during worship or something, you can feel God, but if it doesn't lead to you desiring to get to know Him, then it's meaningless. Don't only trust in God when you can feel Him, or when you can see Him, because Jesus literally told us, blessed is the one who, who believes without seeing. So get to know God, guys. If you really want to build that trust that lasts even when you don't need even when you feel like everything's perfect and you don't need God, even though you do still need him. But even when life is at the high point, you'll still be in relation with God. Even when life is in the low point, you'll still be in relation with God because your faith is not dictated by if you can feel him right now or if you need him right now. Your faith will be dictated by your understanding of who Christ is and who you are in Christ. I hope that guy, that made sense to you guys. And I just want to read the, this verse to you real quick, since I know a lot of you us get stuck in cycles, like I was talking about. Um, the verse is Psalm 51, 16 through 17. It says, Lord, you don't want a meaningless cycle. You don't want a perfect production. God, all you want is my broken spirit. My broken and honest heart is what pleases you. And that's the most beautiful verse for me right now. Like, all you want is my broken spirit, a genuine, humbled heart laid out flat before God in complete surrender. My broken heart and honest heart is what pleases you. So I think we should just practice that this week, you know, being more open and genuine and just surrendering our heart to God not getting caught up in cycles or trying to be perfect for Him, but being genuine once in a while. This is what I'm trying to do with this podcast, because this is the first time i preach in a while, not going to lie. Like, the first time I taught in a while, and just talked about God, because, yeah, I felt a far away from God for a while, but I realize now, like, I'm just realizing, it's because I've been trying to make this perfect production, say all the perfect words, but in reality, all God wants is my broken spirit. My broken and honest heart is what pleases him. So, I hope that helped you guys today. Um, just thank you for Kate for letting me be on this podcast. I think you guys should all subscribe to her and just listen to her because I've heard some of her stuff and it's really amazing. I'm going to start making podcasts more often. I really like this. It's kind of cool. Not going to lie. And um, as always, it has been my pleasure. <laughs> and I'll see you guys later. Peace out.